Welcome back once again to The Real Podcast, where each and every week, myself and Pastor Brad talk about relevant, engaging, actionable life with you, because we all know we hear a great message on Sundays, we we get amped up, we're encouraging our faith, and then you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm not going to say they wear on you, but they can definitely be a challenge each and every time that you go through another day, because every day has its own challenges. For we sure. heard a great message this weekend, a great message talking yeah. Psalms 91. We had some awesome worship. Awesome worship. Man, I love the new song, The yeah. Blessing. Yeah. My goodness, that was, you talk about a song for such a time as this. Yeah, that completely. was really good. And I think the Lord just knew what he was doing when he, uh, songs from Carrie and yeah. Carrie Joe, or not Carrie Joe, Carrie, Carrie Joe Carnes yeah. Yeah. and her husband, Cody uh, Carnes. Carnes yeah. And they had just released it, what, a month or two ago, I think? I, know, just, I think it was like three weeks ago. Oh, just three weeks. Brand new, hot brand off new. the press. And we brought it this last yeah. Sunday and just, boy, you could feel the presence of God all over that song. Yeah. So whether you were enjoying, enjoying it at your home or in your kitchen or wherever you were virtually online, um, man, it was a great opportunity to yeah. be able to not only spend time in worship together, because eventually, very soon, I promise you, yeah. this is going to end and we're going to be back together I once sure again. We quicker. really, really will be. I promise we will. But yeah. you know, going, going from a time of worship that was just... Just, man, it was, it was saturating. It was overwhelming. Like if yeah. you had been here, you would, you, yeah. and hopefully you felt it at home. It was a moment where you're just like, man, God is good. What yeah. am I worried about? What am I concerned yeah. about? Which yeah. is what I loved about going into the, the message with Psalm 91. Yeah. Because Psalm 91, I mean, when you get into it, it talks so conclusively about why you can trust God, yeah. how you can trust God. Yeah. And I love the Lord had gave me a little analogy before the start of the message, talking about, yeah. you know, how our computers, how they operate. And uh, there's a lot of times viruses will get on them yeah. and, and really interrupt the operations of it. And there's been a lot of people, I'm sure some of y'all are watching, have experienced the computer virus. Well, mm -hmm. you know, you get an antivirus software program there to capture that virus so it won't do any damage. And yeah. the Lord just showed me, he said, that's what Psalms chapter 91 is. Yeah. That's a, your, your antivirus yeah. programming for your life if you will walk according these principles that you find in Psalms chapter 91, yeah. it'll keep, I think, even the literal virus that we're dealing with right now, yeah. uh, or even figuratively viruses, you know, it'll keep us free from those things. And yeah. I, I love the way it opens, he who dwells in the secret place, yeah. that we're dwelling place, I yeah. think is so key. You know, and that's something I think that people miss out on. The key to all of the promises of God are based upon us. It's not based upon God. God's already done everything he's going to do. Yeah. It's based upon our getting into the right position. And that Psalms 91, it sets it up. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High mm -hmm. shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So that mm -hmm. first verse really gives us the whole uh, responsibility that we carry to be in the right position, in yeah. the secret place. Yeah. Dwelling in the secret place. You know, dwelling, it's a place that we remain in, not a place that we occasionally visit, yeah. but it's a place we dwell in. Well, and it has to be because if it's it's not a place you dwell in and somewhere you occasionally visit. <laughs> if you only visit from time to time, you'll occasionally forget what it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Does that make sense? It, it, you know, people go on vacation and they, when you go on vacation, you remember how much, oh my gosh, we love the mountains. We love the beach. It's yeah. so great. But the longer you spend away from it, the more you forget what it was like to be in that presence and that relaxation yeah. that time. And the presence of God is, is no different except so much better is when you spend time in the secret place of the Most High. One, there's a peace, and, and Pastor Tammy talked about it this last week when you we were doing the panel. There's yeah. a peace that surpasses, as the word says, all understanding. Yeah. That there's not an explanation of why you're okay with, with the circumstances, the situation. It's just a peace. It's good. It is well. It's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. And getting in that place 
is the make or break because, you know, we've talked about it before. There's been several times, I think, in both of our lives, even in our relationship thus far, where you've been stressed about something or I've been stressed about something and the other person just has that. It's almost annoying how nonchalant (laughs) and just peaceful it is because I'll be stressed about something. You're like, yeah, it's going to be okay. I'm like, no, it's not. You calm me down a little bit. (laughs) Same thing for you. you Yeah, it's kind of like right now. It's like this is, you know, I've been in full-time ministry for a lot of years and and, and, you know, this shifting the way we encounter people uh, through church experience yeah. has been tough. But you've been like, man, this is our finest hour. And I'm like, <laughs> are you sure, Kinsley? But, you know, I'm seeing it because, you know, we have, yeah. uh, we've had to shift for a season. But yeah. we're seeing God really do some really cool stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, our, our service Sunday was, was really anointed. I, yeah. I thought the worship was powerful. I thought the message was good. Um, you know, it was our second Sunday to bring the experience mm-hmm. into the homes for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, you know, and it, it, the first two Sundays ago, it was hard yeah. preaching to an empty yeah. audience. But, yeah. you know, I could just really feel like God wanted to speak to the people. Yeah. And so we're seeing uh, now we're actually reaching more people than yeah. we ever have before right yeah. now in our Sunday experience. Yeah. And and we're not even having, you know, we got less than 10 people in the building. I know. You know, but yeah. our reach has expanded out so much more right now. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that amazed me is that when you have, um, when we're, we're doing worship, getting getting worship ready and working with the team is that when you don't have the congregation and the crowd, you don't realize how much you start relying upon them and their interaction with God as your interaction with God. And you have to press in. And this is why, this is why when we talk about the secret place is that you Mm. have no choice when it's literally just you and an empty, (laughs) in an empty church, you have no other place except to be in the presence of the most high in that secret place, because now it's, you have to, what you're sharing what you're worshiping has to be real. If it's not real, it's just fake, yeah. you know? And yeah. how many times in our own lives do we do that? And I'll equate it to sometimes, you know, we come together for a Sunday experience and, and you're at Wednesday, whether it's small group, even on Sunday night, but then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that that we find ourselves in this place where we're not surrounded by our friends. We're not surrounded mm-hmm. by our community. And we get in these places where it's like, man, this is really hard. This yeah. is really, really hard. How do we walk through that? How do we prepare ourselves to not necessarily be connected or in the church all the time? And for me, it's kind of been a, a, a jolt of, re, of reality that, you know, when you don't have the congregation here, it has, everything has to be real. You yeah. have to be doing it whether they were here or not. And it's funny, we've said that yeah. for a long time with worship. It yeah. doesn't matter if there's nobody here or right. not. Yeah, We're not here for entertainment. We're yeah. here for the king. Yeah. You got to be careful what you say because yeah. <laughs> I know how many times in our pre-service prayer and rally time do we say this is just for the audience of one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really, literally, for the last few yeah. weeks, it's been the camera in Jesus Christ Himself. Yeah. But yeah. and and you know, in Romans chapter eight, it says that God turns all things for the good. Yeah, for them that love Him. Mm-hmm. You know, even in this dark times that we're in right now, and the trying times that we're in right now, there's there are good things. You know, like we just talked uh, just now about that because it causes us not to, it's not about a performance yeah. and we're never about a performance. Yeah. But I know myself being in full-time ministry so long, I, I found the last few weeks that I do kind of draw on the crowd a little bit yeah. and that feedback and it creates an energy level there. Yeah. And so it causes me, has caused me to be more reliant on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not looking for, uh, you know, the accolades of man, not that I'm not, you yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah. not that I do that yeah. by no means, but it's just that dynamic. So now it's just, you know, me and Jesus pretty yeah. much and those that are listening in. Yeah. So I think a lot of people find themselves in a place of isolation right now and maybe they're struggling with that right now. But, you know, take advantage of the time, you know, to, to spend in the Absolutely. secret place, the quiet place yeah. with God. Um, 
one thing that I've realized that we live in such a, a noisy world now yeah. that I have found I can't even get a good night's sleep now unless I've got a fan blowing in my room, a cover noise. Uh-uh. If I'm in a place where it's complete silence, yeah. it's like I can't sleep Yeah, because yeah. I've grown so accustomed to noise in That's my so life. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. That's really yeah. true. I We also have a fan in our room. It's <laughs> 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 so probably probably do more than half of you as well. You <laughs> have something, some noise maker. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's and a really just, great point. I never thought about that. You know, and you think right now uh, here for a few weeks and however long, I hope it's not that long that, you know, we're being forced to slow down yeah. and to quiet down. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and people are finding themselves with more time on yeah. their hands, and that and that's why I, that's why you know a couple of weeks ago when we started talking about this, saying this is the best thing that could ever happen to us, and <laughs> um, is for this reason is that you have a chance to slow yourself down. Yeah. You have a chance to ask yourself, God, what would you have for me? Because what you don't yeah. realize is that that you know this is going to end. We're going to get past this in a month, two months, whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. But the world as we know it, we're going to get back to normal normal life and normal operations. Yeah. But the reason why I think this is so important and so amazing is that it's your chance that if in the last mm-hmm. five years or 10 years or 20 years or maybe the last year, you haven't stopped to ask yourself, what are my priorities in life? Yeah. What are our family priorities? Yeah. What are we going to put first? What are we going to put second? And what is the line of which we shall not pass with right. our family? What is too busy? Because right. I have friends, uh, as I'm sure many of our listeners and viewers do, man, they are gone all the yeah. time. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I like to think I'm not that busy, but people tell me I'm an incredibly busy person, but yeah. people are gone all the time. This is a great chance to yeah. recage, reset, yeah. and focus on what our priorities yeah. are. And I think we've all realized all of a sudden the brakes have been put on our life yeah. here the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, in the situation we're in, it's, 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 uh, I, I want everybody to understand, we are concerned. Uh, our prayers are with all those that may be suffering mm-hmm. right now, but it is also a good time. I mean, the breaks have been put on our life. It reminds me of Matthew chapter 11, mm-hmm. the last few verses of Matthew chapter 11, where Jesus tells us, he says, he says, take my burden upon you. Yeah. He says, my yoke is easy. My burden yeah. is light. And I like what it says in the Message Bible, because in the Message Bible, uh, it says this. He says, you know, come to me. Yeah. And he says, and I'm going to teach you the unforced rhythms yeah. of grace. Yeah. I love that. The unforced rhythm of grace and so if we're really walking in the will of god and his plan for our life yeah then we should be able to find those you know you're a musician yeah. you know yeah. what a rhythm is yeah, a yeah. rhythm is yeah, a pattern yeah. yeah you know that you go that a song has it's the pattern so our life i truly believe also has a pattern mm-hmm. to it and i think we've got to be careful that we're not i mean you think pre uh pre-coronavirus mm-hmm. i mean how just man life just flashing and running yeah. by but it's amazing to me, just in the past few weeks, it's like time has almost stood still for yeah, me. Yeah. You know, I got out of bed and I took care of some stuff, my devotions. I had a meeting, a Zoom meeting that I took yeah. care of. And then I, I started getting ready. I was like, wait a minute, what day is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, where am I at the last of the week, first of the week? Where, and I was like, oh, and usually my yeah. busy life, I don't ever know because I know yeah. exactly because yeah. I've scheduled this, 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 this. Yeah. I got to go here, da, 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 da. But all of a sudden, life is slowed. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, so there's a rhythm to our life that I think we got to find in our yeah. life. And it really comes down to, like you were saying there, our priorities. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like to say it this way, and I've learned this uh, as I've grown older, that life is not a sprint. Uh-huh. You know, it, the prize doesn't go to the fastest, yeah. but life is a marathon, yeah. and the prize goes to he that endures. Yeah. I, you, you'll be the first one to attest to this. I, was, I used to be a sprinter. Sprint, 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 and man, I it is it has been so nice to slow down yeah. and just not feel like you have to get everything done immediately. Yeah. Not not saying there's not priorities, 
there are priorities, but it's when you get the right priority in the right place at the right time that you're able to actually enjoy it. That it's not a rat race. It's life as God intended it to be, as community, as one. And the amazing thing to me is that, you know, I think now, um, from a family perspective, I think Brooke and I uh, and, you know, the worship team and small groups and D groups, I think there's probably actually more activities in our life. However, because we have put priorities in place of what is important to us and what is not Mm -hmm. important to us, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Instead of so many of the things uh, that happen and we do are something that we get to do, not something we have to do. Right. How many things are there in our lives? Let's go back, you know, a month ago were things that you had to do. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily something with a mindset where you get to do it. And that's why it's so important that, that everything we do has to be focused upon to the glory of God. Because I know there's several people who work in jobs who are like, oh man, I hate my job. But they're not seeing what God is doing in their job. Yeah. They're not seeing what, yeah. what he's doing in their life and why it's right. important that they're doing it. And th- that's why, I, again, it is so important for us to take a step back, allow ourselves to say, what are our priorities? What is important to us? And what do we need to do? Yeah. Because, you know, it'd be a shame if when life kicks back up into full swing that we fall right back into the same rut that we were in, Mm -hmm. chasing sports, chasing this, not having time for this and these things like that. So I think we're in a season that we need to learn. Yeah. You know, that we need to, like the scripture says, be quiet, uh, be still and know that God is God. But I think coming out of this, we've got to uh, make sure that we don't just get wrapped up in the race of life once again and and, and get strung out and full of anxiety Mm because we're trying to do all this stuff. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it's. I think this is a good lesson uh, to work through. Like you said, those priorities, and, and you know, um, it's okay to let yeah. things go undone. Yeah, you know, it's okay not to check off everything on the to do list for that day. Yeah, um, because the important thing is, like we said, we, you know, our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health are all very key. The whole, the whole man, mm-hmm. uh, as we walk through our life, and uh, you know, and everybody's listening. You got a lot of years left ahead of you. You know, I pray everybody's got a lot of years. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, we want to make sure that we're living each year to the fullest. And mm-hmm. if we, if we're running hard and not taking the times to find that rhythm of life, then we're going to live a very stressed life. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a podcast I done a couple of weeks ago, and it was talking about being productive versus being busy. Yeah. Um, and it was it was one of those things. You know, when you when when you're talking about something, but you're having the revelation as you're saying. It. Most of the time, I feel like that's that's for me when I'm hearing God speak through me or say something. I'm having the same res- revelation as it's coming out of my mouth. I'm like, man, that's a really yeah. good point. I never even thought about this before. Yeah. But it was a point of the difference between busy and being productive. Is that if you ask a lot of people, let's rewind two months ago when everybody had their schedule and everything was happening. A lot of people would say, oh man, just you know, yeah. it's so busy. busy Life busy, is so busy. busy. And every now and then you'll meet somebody who say, you know what, I'm I'm productive, being really productive. And it always stopped me in my tracks when I'd hear every now and then you'd hear somebody say, man, it was just a really productive day. And there's a difference between being productive and being busy. One, when you're being productive, you are in charge of your priorities. You're able to prioritize what you want. You're able to prioritize your faith, your time with God, your time with family. When you're busy, um, your schedule is prioritizing you. Yeah. Yeah. And those are two places that we just don't yeah. want to live. So take this time that we have, take yeah. this slowdown, take this opportunity, this God-given opportunity yeah. to slow down. Yeah. Look because, at you know, like we started talking a few minutes ago, you know, it's talking about dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. You know, when life is slow, it's easy to dwell in that secret mm-hmm. place. But yeah. when life gets busy again, yeah. you're going to have to make sure you're dwelling in the secret place, yeah. not letting life pull you out of that secret place. Yeah, yeah. Why, one quick thing before we depart. Why is it so important in your perspective, and if you can give an example, why is it so important to know that secret place? Why is it so important to have that place that you go to 
in time of urgency or, or emergency yeah. because, you know, there's been a lot of times where a, a crisis comes up and people are desperately trying to say, God, where are you in this moment? Yeah. Why is it having that secret place not in the critical times so important? Yeah. Well, I think everybody needs to know where their secret place is or not necessarily I'm talking about a physical location, but where it is mentally yeah. that you can yeah. get to. Because like we were sharing a minute ago, the busyness of life. Yeah. Uh, not only are we so busy, but life life is loud, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of voices. Mm-hmm. And if we don't teach ourselves to slow down, find our secret place, again, not if, not if, it can be a physical position, mm-hmm. a place, but maybe just a place you can escape to, you're not going to be able to hear from God mm-hmm. as well. And, and, and I'm fully convinced God's always speaking. The problem yeah. is, are we listening? Yeah. Or better yet, God's always speaking, but we're listening to everything else. Mm-hmm. And so being able to quiet our mind to hear what God's saying, but also in that secret place, it's a place of not only hearing from God, feeling his peace, but also it's a refreshing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that rejuvenating, just it's that refueling in the spiritual realm and the mental realm, those capacities that have, that, that cause us to drive our life, the passions that drive our life. We've got to keep this like fuel in our car. You've got to keep it, keep it in. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. being in the secret place, finding the rhythm, mm-hmm. the rhythm of life, the secret place, you're going to hear from God, you're going to be refreshed, be renewed, and then you're going to be ready to keep running the race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think back to the example that you had. It was when we were in the old church building, it was probably seven years ago that you did the example where you had all of those layers. Mm-hmm. It was like, car noise and ambulance and busy streets and everything else and you played it and then you layered filters upon it so you would cut things out of it and when the more layers that you cut out of it you realize there was one voice that was yeah. consistent that was encouraging yeah. that was faithful that was hopeful but you couldn't hear it yeah if you until were just you listening to all the noise until you filtered that back and as you yeah. said that that's that's why that secret place mentally and well there's a, a place you actually go to but as you said mm. a mental place Man, that's your filter to get rid of the junk yeah. and to hear yeah. what you truly need to hear. So, yeah. hey, again, we just want to encourage you. Thanks so much for listening to The Real Podcast, relevant, engaging, actionable life each and every day when you listen right here. And also, if you haven't done it, make sure you subscribe. You can hit the subscribe button right over there and make sure you hit the bell so you can get notifications. Uh, visit us at harvestenid.com and on Facebook because we're going to be coming to you streaming once again this weekend. And we hope to see you there, Pastor. We'll see All you right. very soon. We'll see you guys. Thanks see so much there. for joining us on Real Podcast.